record this for the second time and I'm going to be very honest, um, this is probably the third or fourth time that I'm trying out this intro because I just can't seem to get it right it seems. So I'm going to try and just drop the need to have this perfect and just kind of trust and go with it, something that I tell you guys to do all the time. I think it's time that I take my own advice as well. If you follow me on Instagram and keep up with my stories, I'm pretty active on there. Like I try to share as much as I can every single day and just kind of stay present with you guys. So a few weeks ago, maybe maybe a month ago, I'm I'm so confused with the time right now. It just seems like time flies by. We're in one month and then suddenly it's a new month and it's like, what the heck? Uh, so maybe a month, maybe a little bit more than a month ago, I had told you guys that I want to sit down and record a personal podcast episode for you. Last year was a very hard year for me. Um, I'm really not trying to look for pity or sympathy or make this, you know, all like, woe is me kind of thing. But I have always tried to be as honest and open with you guys as I possibly can be when it comes to my anxiety, my depression, and things that I've gone through sharing my story. And I think it's very important for me to continue doing that with you. Um, I feel very connected to all of you, to this community, and I don't want to hold things back. Of course, there are certain things that maybe need to be kept private, and I do have to respect other people that may be involved in my personal story. But I feel like I can still be open and honest with you um, as much as possible while kind of keeping the focus on myself and things that I've gone through to hopefully help you guys because that is always why I share things. I want to be able to inspire you or to help you to feel less alone if you're going through the exact same thing. So I had promised this this personal podcast episode talking about... Um, like last year the whole of last year was just a really rough year for me and I had promised to have that ready for you guys a few weeks ago and I actually sat down maybe I'm not even sure I'm like I sound so confused at the times maybe two or three weeks ago I remember it was a Friday night and I sat down and I just let so much stuff out and it it turned out to be more like it was more like a journal entry kind of thing and I just, I obviously had a lot of emotion and I wasn't in the best mental state that night. And I just, so much stuff came out and I really had to sit with myself. Um, and, and just, like, this is the thing. It's, like I said, there's other people involved in my story and I have to respect that. And that includes family. So I'm trying to be, or I want to be as open and honest with you while still trying to be respectful um, but you know what, I didn't want to just not share anything at all and just avoid it and ignore it and be like, okay, well that didn't work out, so we're just not going to talk about anything at all. I, that doesn't feel right for me. So I've sat with myself a little bit and I've decided to re-record this. I'm going to be as open as I possibly can. We'll see what happens, but I definitely, I promised you guys this episode, I want to record this for you so I don't have any notes I don't have anything planned um, usually when I sit down and record these episodes it's talking about a specific anxiety symptom 
it's talking about panic attacks it's talking about anxiety that i've been through in my life and then usually what i'll do is i'll go on instagram on my stories and i'll let you guys send me questions and then the questions kind of form the foundation of the episode but for this one i i don't really i just i want to just see what happens and what comes out and i want it to feel as natural as possible and if you follow me on instagram and watch my stories often you'll know that i can ramble on and on so this should be easy for me this should not be difficult but we'll see what happens so one thing that i do just want to say was one of the biggest reasons that last year was so difficult for me and i'm really not going to dive into this um i went through a breakup after being together for almost 12 years and that was obviously incredibly difficult for me so that was one of the biggest things that happened last year was a breakup after being together for so long um and then all these other things on top of it so i'm not going to go into that i want to keep that personal but i think that i can let you guys know especially because if you've read my book or if you followed me for a long time you'll know that i was in a relationship so towards the end of 2020 so probably october it was um uh, maybe just around my birthday i had a lot of i had a lot of things coming up um regard regarding trauma that i had gone through when i was very young um i went through sexual abuse when i was very small and I had all of all of these things just coming up that I had kind of locked away for years and years and I remember it was towards the end of 2020 I was already feeling kind of all over the place mentally and then early 2021 um, I went through a breakup which just completely added to that um, so I really felt like I was just I really felt like I was kind of losing it and then I think the thing that kind of tipped me over the edge a little bit was and this is see this is where this is where I need to try to be careful and respectful but I, again like I I've thought about this before recording this and thought about not talking about this at all but that doesn't it doesn't make sense so I feel like this may still end up being too open or whatever but you know what like I I can keep it as private as possible but at the same time I want to share with you guys and I want to tell my story a little bit, so <laughs> whatever, you know, we'll just do it. Um, I think the thing that tipped me over the edge was while I was going through all of this stuff, I I needed the support of, um, like, my family, and it, I think I was just kind of expecting that support, and I didn't get that support, so I think it's like when you're really struggling with something and you expect certain people whether that's family friends whoever it is in your life you expect them to kind of be there for you and then when they're not it's it it, it can be pretty devastating honestly so what i'm referring to specifically here is my breakup um i had needed a lot of support because i was feeling just very ungrounded and and kind of lost and i felt like i didn't really um, I, I just I just felt completely lost and it, it just felt incredibly strange and if you've been in a relationship a long time and then gone through a breakup you'll know what I mean 
Um, so when I'm talking about not having the support, it's specifically for the breakup. Like I really thought that they would be there for me. Um, man, now I'm I'm really thinking this. I the whole point of re-recording this was to <laughs> not um, talk about specific things. And the thing with the first recording the first episode that I did was I wasn't in a good mental state that night that I recorded it and I was very emotional and it was really hard for me to hold back my emotions on that episode and as I'm sitting here right now um, and again you'll understand this when you're going through any kind of healing process like it's up and down every day is different so sometimes if I talk about this kind of stuff like I will I I can't like I can't do it and I'll just break down and cry and just be really upset but I'm sitting here now and talking about it and I'm feeling okay um so that's why I I guess I felt like I wanted to sit down and do this tonight it's a very hard thing to try to wrap your head around um when you kind of you just kind of expecting support and then you don't get it you know um so last year was just a very um turbulent year in terms of my emotions which were all over the place up and down like absolutely I was on an emotional roller coaster my moods could switch in an instant and as I'm sitting here now recording this and talking to you I've still been struggling like I really have it's it sometimes feels like when is this going to end but um if I think back to just last year this time last year March compared to this year it's there's definitely a big difference um I definitely do feel different I feel stronger I feel like I have grown a lot um this is the thing like sometimes I think we put so much emphasis on like what's changed in your external world and we don't put enough emphasis on what's been changing inside and in just the span of a year I really feel like I've grown and I've learned so many things um and, and I really do believe that growth is a process. We're always growing. We're always learning. We're always evolving. We're never at that end destination. You know, we can be at a point where we feel like, wow, we've come so far. But we are always learning. Like as humans, we're, there's always growth to be had. So I definitely do feel like I've come a long way in just one year. But I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and pretend that I'm perfect because I have still been struggling a lot. I've had, I've suffered with depression my entire life. This is something, this is a question that I get often um, actually on, on Instagram. Um, a lot of people always ask me um, if I've dealt with depression as well, if my depression was a result of my anxiety. Depression is something that I've dealt with for as long as I can remember. I remember really starting to deal with it around maybe 14 years old. Um, I didn't really understand mental illness, depression, anxiety. I just knew that I would have these periods where everything felt dark and I just wasn't interested in anything. I would cry a lot. I would I would want to isolate and just be alone. Um, I didn't have the great... I didn't love my school experience, so that did not help me either. Um, there were just many different factors involved, but, but some, like this is the thing. I think we always feel like we need to explain or there needs to be an explanation for why we feel a certain way. Um, But there would be times when like there was nothing, nothing had happened or there was nothing going on in my life that, you know, was terribly negative. But I would have these periods of just intense um, 
darkness and I would just feel alone and like it, it's almost like there's like you're surrounded like how how could I describe it it's like there's like a veil around you and people are trying like people can't get in like you're you've kind of blocked people out you know I, I don't really know how to explain it I don't know if I'm going to save this clip here <laughs> but um it really it, it, it just feels like there's just this barrier up and you're just alone and even if people say you're not alone and whatever you just it's you it's hard to believe because you feel alone right that's the thing with depression um and then when I really started to struggle with anxiety in my later teens although I I've honestly dealt with anxiety my entire life but it, it I f feel like the physical parts of it really started to manifest mm, maybe around 16 maybe 15 um that didn't help my depression at all because I felt so strange and alien-like and like like I just I didn't know how to explain how I felt to anybody and I felt you feel so different if that makes sense um you have all these symptoms all the time these physical symptoms you just never feel like your body just never feels normal um if you deal with symptoms all the time i know you know what i mean so i have obviously reached a point where i am able to manage my anxiety symptoms if you've read my books if you followed my story for a while you'll you'll know this but this is this is another thing that i always say so i'll often get questions saying what did you do to cure your anxiety what did you do to like completely get rid of it and i i don't like talking about it in those terms because anxiety is just completely natural we can't get rid of something that's actually a completely natural human emotion of course when it's taking over your life just as people that have anger problems you know anger is a natural emotion you're not saying how did you cure yourself from anger because you're still going to get angry at situations in your life that's completely normal it's when you can't manage it then it, that it's termed an issue or a problem and then you find ways to work through it. And it's the same with anxiety. But I think we just, there's still kind of the stigma around it where we look at it as this this emotion that's completely separate to every other emotion. You know, anxiety is there to keep us safe. Um, but obviously when it's out of control and it's ruling our lives, that's when something, that's when we have to work on, you know, where it's all coming from and we have to dig deeper. So even though I'm at a point in my life now at 33 years old where I can say, you know what, I've, I can manage my anxiety. I can wake up in the morning and I can go to the grocery store. I can go for a walk. I don't wake up and immediately just want to go back to bed because my symptoms are, are taking over my life. I found a way to manage them. But on saying that, when you go through major stress, that anxiety may come up again and then you have to go back to those um, techniques that you've taught yourself you know on how to get through it and how to deal with it so of course with all of the stress of last year and feeling just completely it, it's just it's like within a matter of months like everything that I had known had changed and when you have anxiety you <laughs> you're used to things remaining the same and feeling comfortable and when things when just one small thing changes um, it can completely throw you off. So when you have all these massive changes happening in your life, you can feel like you're 
insane like you you don't like you don't even know like what to do right so i definitely did have anxiety come up for me again last year um i would go out sometimes and and have a panic attack which is something that i hadn't dealt with in a very long time i dealt with a lot of my old symptoms coming up which the top ones were whenever i'm anxious my heart will just race all day and it's a very uncomfortable feeling i feel like when your heart races every other symptom that you have is just magnified so that was a big one for me is it, whenever i'm very stressed my heart will race when your heart beats really fast you can deal with heart palpitations which is when it feels like your heart is skipping beats beating too many times coming out of your throat it's it's such an awful feeling and for me when i get them and i'm really stressed they are intense and it's always a natural reaction for me like i'll always find myself massaging my chest like just kind of hoping that they'll you know somehow subside it's just an automatic thing that i do um if you do want to hear me talk more about this i do have a separate podcast episode all about um erasing heart heart palpitations and other like scary chest sensations because i know that's a big that's a big symptom in our community so that's always one whenever i'm really anxious that's one that comes up for me always um and then i get short of breath which is really annoying it all comes down to your breathing to tight muscles um i actually want to do a podcast episode on that one as well but it's awful when it feels like you can't breathe um so i was having quite a lot of anxiety last year and i would just go to a store to go you know grab a few things my heart would be racing i would feel all these old symptoms come up and it just reminded me of how i used to deal with this every single day and then i remember once i was at the grocery store and I, you know we have to wear masks still here and having the mask on um while you're short of breath is just it's not a good time so that's another one that always comes up for me that i was dealing with um dizziness major i like it's 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 like i know the symptoms that come up for me when i'm anxious dizziness is always there um what else blurry vision is always one that comes up for me as well i'm um, obviously the intrusive thoughts and i've also been dealing with a lot of sleep issues a lot of nightmares like even right now the past few weeks i've been dealing with a lot of nightmares um when we're anxious and there's certain things that we're not we haven't properly dealt with or we're not dealing with we're pushing down or even when we are healing and we're talking to a therapist and we're dealing with stuff and it's actually coming out it will often come out in our dreams and it can, that can be really terrifying because especially if you're having nightmares night after night they're really real really vivid it can make you not even want to go to sleep because you're just like i don't want to have another one of those you know so yes i have definitely been dealing with more anxiety it's been a lot better this year so far it was more around the beginning to the middle of last year that it was pretty bad um so last year when i was going through all this stuff i actually um went to stay at an airbnb um me staying alone is like really funny actually because i <laughs> i that was not something that i was used to so last year end of march i went to an airbnb just for uh three nights i think and that was when i was probably at my lowest last year 
I went there, I felt numb, I felt completely disconnected and then suddenly like all this emotion just hit me of everything that was happening in my life and I didn't know how to deal with it and I had a lot of horrible intrusive thoughts coming up. This is a very sensitive topic um, of course um, and I, I shared some stories on the, about this on my Instagram last year. Um, I often I often will record videos or save clips when I'm going through things and then I'll share them sometimes at a later date. So I had shared some clips about um, some suicidal ideation that I was dealing with. And suicide, so if just in case you don't know, suicidal ideation is when you don't want to die, you, you don't have plans to do anything or harm yourself, but it feels hard to be alive and you don't really, you, you, it just feels really hard and it, you feel hopeless. Um, and if you're listening to this and are going through that right now or have plans to harm yourself, I am asking you to please, please reach out for help because when we're going through it, we, we can't think clearly and we don't, we can't see that there's a way out. And we, it, we also can't see that it's temporary, that this isn't going to be our life ever. Like, we're unable to see that. We, we can only see the pain that we're in. So I'm talking to you as somebody who has felt like that. And if you're going through that now, please, you reach out for help. Like, that's the hardest thing. And I know it's such a hard step to take. But if you can just do that, things will just naturally start going from there okay i have a therapy resource that i'll share the link um it's where you can connect with therapists online if, if it's easier for you to text with somebody but please like if if you don't want to do that reach out to a friend reach out to a family member like reach out to anybody um you are not a burden for doing that and again you know i've always thought you know, when I feel that way, I have to isolate because I can't put that on other people. But there are people that they want to know what you're going through so they can help you. And when we're in the midst of it, our brain tells us so many different things. But I'm telling you that they want to help you. So please, if you're going through it, reach out for help. You are here for a reason and you are meant to be here, even if your brain can't let you believe that right now okay so i went to this airbnb um i was there for, like i said for three nights and i was just i was trying really hard to i, I remember just like watching Netflix, like trying to find a show on netflix and like trying to distract myself and i tried to read my book but i couldn't concentrate and i the main thing i did that weekend was just listen to music because music saves me and just really really helps me get out of like my thoughts I always say like obviously we have to deal with things but sometimes when things feel overwhelming in that moment it's okay to find healthy distractions and for me music is that um, and the thing that I was really struggling with the most that weekend was the thoughts that I was having um, I felt things felt so difficult um, they just it just like I felt completely lost and I 
felt like I didn't know how to deal with anything. Everything felt just way too overwhelming. And I had all these thoughts coming up about, um, you know, the, the, the reasons why um, it would be easier if I just wasn't here. And I can tell you this, like, one thing last year that always brought me back was this community. Uh, whenever I was really deep into my thoughts and having these intrusive thoughts come up, the one thing that always brought me back was this beautiful community that we have and like knowing that I want to be here with you guys and I want to help you guys through things that you're going through that I went through. Um, writing my book for you last year was just incredibly therapeutic for me actually because I remember just having really hard days and thinking that I couldn't do anything that day, but I would, I would, I don't want to say force myself, but I would really try to encourage myself to at least, I would tell myself, you know what, you've promised that you're going to get this book out this year, why don't you sit down and try and write one section and then just see, and whenever I sat down to write, it, it would just start flowing and I would end up writing so many sections for you and it just... Writing that book and having this community like helped me more than you guys could even imagine. So last year, like I said, it was just up and down. That entire weekend was just a really difficult one for me. It was Easter weekend. I just sat by myself and I had a lot of thinking to do. And that's, that's really hard, like when we sit with our thoughts especially when we've been running from them for so long and then we sit down and just feel everything. Like I always tell you guys with anxiety, the way to deal with symptoms, and this is how I started to deal with my panic attacks, was to start feeling my symptoms when they came instead of running away from them or trying to put up resistance. Like what can I do to fight this off quicker? You know, it's instead just letting it wash over me. That's the hardest thing. Um... But once you're able to do that, it, it's amazing how your body actually responds um, to that lack of resistance. I'd always try to disconnect myself from heavy emotions because I don't want to obviously feel them. They're too painful. Um, you know, or I would want to have a few glasses of wine to just kind of numb myself. Um, because that's easier than having to feel sad, like, you know, feel um, scared, like all these awful, awful emotions that just kind of take over. Um, so that weekend, I just, I sat by myself and I just felt everything. And it was very painful and I was incredibly, incredibly emotional. Um, but that was actually really good because it was kind of like a purge, like just, you know, just let everything out. I always say like, if you need to cry or you have those emotions coming up, just let them come out, honestly. Um, the more we push them away or, you know, we numb ourselves, they're still there. They're still there. But what's happening is they're just getting stronger and stronger. And eventually that dam, like that wall just breaks. And then we just, you know, overcome with all of these heavy emotions. And that's when things can feel completely overwhelming so I always say like feel your feelings and I did allow myself that weekend to just feel it all 
It doesn't mean that the rest of the year was smooth sailing. Like it was just up and down, up and down. And I was trying so hard to be present in our community without like I, I I remember like sharing some stories and like letting you guys know that I'm maybe taking a day or two off and I'm dealing with some personal things. And it was difficult for me to not just kind of tell you what I'm dealing with. Um, it's I didn't feel ready to really talk about anything. Like it felt too raw then. But um, I just feel like after telling you guys so many times that I'm dealing with personal things and as I'm still going through certain things now, I just, I want to be able to tell you guys something and to just kind of let you in a little bit more. Um, like I say, not just for myself, oh, I want to sit here and just release all my emotion and like dump it on you guys. But I know that I'm not the only one going through things. I'm not the only one going through these things. I mean, maybe you're listening to my story and maybe this sounds really familiar. Maybe you're going through something extremely similar. And just by hearing me talk about it, maybe, just maybe that's helping you, you know? Or maybe your story is very different, but just hearing someone else be open about their struggle helps you. That that this that is why I do this. I don't ever do this for and this is a big concern of mine. Like sometimes when I'm really open about things, I think to myself, like, I don't want people to think that I'm just looking for sympathy or I want pity because I absolutely don't. Um, the messages that you guys send me, I appreciate them more than you can even imagine. Truly, they mean the absolute world to me. And that's another thing I feel bad about when I'm not able to respond to every single message personally. I really do try, but they mean the absolute world to me. And when I share this, I'm, I'm not doing it for those messages or for pity or for sympathy. I always share for you guys. Like, I want to share my story. I feel like it's almost having this community and what we've built together and how much I have shared with you. I feel like it's almost selfish of me to now suddenly close up and not share when sharing with you up until this point has helped you guys through things. So, I've just been trying to be gentle with myself. So, of course, if you've read my story, if you followed me for a while, I always talk about how hard I was on myself when I dealt with anxiety initially. Um, in my mid-twenties when I was really, really in the middle of it, um, to the point where I couldn't, I felt like I could not do anything. Just stepping out my front door, I was having a full-on panic attack. I was practically agoraphobic for ages. Like, just walking, and it's embarrassing, like, I was embarrassed even talking about this on my Instagram, but even walking, because I was in an apartment building, walking four, four flights down to go check my mail had me sweating, and I just wanted to be back in my apartment where I was still dealing with anxiety, but I felt a little bit safer. So I was really hard on myself at that time. Um, I would be really, really frustrated with myself, like, Tamron, come on this is ridiculous, like, I'd kind of talk to myself like that, I would go out somewhere, try to just go anywhere, and I would have a panic attack, and I would need to leave and go home, and I would sit at home and just be so angry with myself, like, with my body, with my mind, for just kind of letting me down, that's how I looked at it, like, I felt like such a victim, you know, like, why was this happening to me, like, I just want to have a life, and when I started learning about anxiety, um, when I really started to understand it, I started to make friends with my body, 
you know, and I started to realize that my body is not trying to hurt me. Um, I had dealt with so much stress that had just piled up and it had reached a point where my brain just thought that I was in major danger and as a result was producing all these symptoms as a result of fight or flight, thinking that it's thinking that there's a real threat and it's keeping me safe. And meanwhile, I wasn't in life-threatening danger and therefore was dealing with panic attacks and, you know, generalized anxiety every single day. So this time I've really been trying to be gentler with myself when symptoms come up. Like, you know what? Today is a hard day. You don't have to go anywhere. Just, you don't have to do, if you don't have any work to do today, you don't have anything to do, that's okay. Just give yourself a break you can catch up tomorrow. Like, I've really been trying to be like that instead of like, oh, I had this massive to-do list today and I didn't do any of it. Like, if I'm struggling and having a hard day and I have a lot of symptoms or health anxiety, that's a whole nother story because I've been dealing with bouts of that lately where I find myself suddenly needing to check my moles again or my lymph nodes. Like, that's another thing. Like, I've been... I, I don't even know. It's... It's exhausting, and I find that when I've been very stressed lately, I've had health anxiety come up, I've had symptoms come up. Um, I've been really trying to stay away from Google, something I've never done before. I always tell you guys, if you're struggling with symptoms, come to my page. I wrote my A to Z book as well, like for this reason, because I know what it feels like to look up a symptom and then go into full-blown panic. You know, when you see the results, like seriously, it just happened to me a little while ago when I had a little relapse and I Googled something and I went into panic and it just reminded me again, Tamron, this is why we don't Google. So don't be hard on yourself if you do fall into old patterns, if you do find yourself Googling again. Don't even be hard on yourself if you do find yourself getting angry with yourself, you know, because you've had another panic attack. But do be aware like this is this is what I always tell people as well like be aware so when I was really in the midst of anxiety I wasn't even aware of my thoughts I was angry with myself and then that was it but now when I find myself talking down on myself or being really negative because I have that awareness I'm able to catch myself and say oh just pay attention to how you're talking to yourself would you talk like this to someone that you love and care about no so why are you talking to yourself like this? So it's just really a case of being really gentle with yourself and just being aware and catching yourself when you find yourself falling into those patterns. I often see comments, and I totally get this. I, I absolutely get this. I see comments saying, I hate my anxiety. My anxiety is, is taking over my life. Um, you know, I, I'm... I hate how it makes me feel every single day. I wish I could it could just disappear. And listen, I understand because those are the thoughts that went through my head every single day. But those thoughts don't actually help us. They just kind of keep us stuck. Because we have to change that and be like, you know what, I don't feel good and I don't want to feel like this forever. But let me sit down and try to figure out what's going on. And that's a challenge and that's a whole nother that's a whole like another podcast episode I do talk about this on my page and in my book but I think just having that awareness and starting to learn about your anxiety um, are two major steps forward so that's what I have been doing differently this time around and 
being gentler with myself means that I work through the symptoms a lot faster, actually, um, rather than putting up that resistance. Taking more time for myself. Um, I've been reading more. I've been doing more yoga. I do tend to be a bit of a workaholic. My, my brain is always going with ideas and things that I want to work on and create. So when I get these ideas, I've been writing them down and then I've been really trying to let myself just leave it be for right now. Um, we, you know, we're often so focused on the future. We're living in the past. We're we not present. And the minute you find yourself not present, which is when you're dealing with anxiety and you're in your head, it's pretty... You're pretty much not present most of the time. Um, but that's why you are feeling the way that you are. Like when I'm able to bring myself back into the present and ground myself through certain practices, even if that's just, you know, sitting down and journaling for a little bit or sitting down and just writing random words on a piece of paper, honestly, or sitting down and just, if there's like a bunch of ideas in my head or a bunch of things that I know that I need to get done or that's just kind of floating in there that's stressing me out just sitting down and writing that all out even if I just throw the paper away and like don't even need it, it just writing it out um yoga has saved me I it's a practice that I absolutely love I, I find that the sweatier longer flows are like really helpful for me when my mind is a mess um so I've really been trying to take more time for myself as I work through things I know, I know from experience and through and from going through really severe anxiety that healing is a process and we have to be patient with ourselves and gentle with ourselves as we go through it. I found myself often reaching for like alcohol um, when I was feeling very, very stressed, obviously because it makes you feel relaxed. Although if you have anxiety, it can actually increase your anxiety. Um, especially the day after, um, or the days after, that's, that's the thing, so you may feel calm, but then the next day feel really crappy with intensified anxiety, um, sometimes I'd be really anxious, have some wine, feel okay, then while I'm still, like, kind of tipsy or whatever, um, find my heart, you know, really racing and not actually feeling good, but I would still come back to it because, it allowed me to kind of get out of my mind for a bit. So I have not been really, and I'm not an alcoholic as I'm sitting here talking. That's, I just, I think a lot of us, like we use different things um, to kind of like help us, you know, to kind of numb us and to help us disconnect from heavy emotion. And I did find myself like reaching for wine quite a lot. So I've really tried to not do that because I didn't find that it was helpful for me. It's not to say that I'm never drinking again, but I, I want to drink because I just want to enjoy a glass of wine, not because I'm trying to numb down emotion. So I wasn't, sh I guess I could share this little story with you. We were already at like 40, I think like 40 minutes into this. And I told myself when I record this, Tamron, you're not going to go on a long, crazy ramble. You just you can keep this kind of a decent length you know we're 40 minutes in and I I really hope that everything that I've said until this point makes sense um just know that I'm talking from my heart and I'm just talking as naturally and honestly as I possibly can like I want this to feel like we're having a conversation 
versus something that's completely rehearsed if you know if that makes sense so talking about alcohol and i'm not going to go into a whole long thing now but as a teen i i drank quite a lot and i went out a lot um i smoked i drank i got drunk a lot um and then when i was uh 17 18 I just turned 18 and um things were just really rough for me regarding my sexuality and not being accepted and I'm I'm not really going to go into it but I went out with a friend to like a house party and I remember that night and it's so interesting now because like the way that I am now like I would never do this like I would be too scared but I went there and I I just didn't care what I drank how much I drank I just didn't want to feel anything um I just didn't want to feel anything and I went there that night and I drank so much I don't even remember what what I like I think I was drinking like brandy and coke and oh I don't even know and I actually got really really sick and he drove me home and my dad like came out to meet me and stuff and I like I can when I I can remember this in a haze like I wasn't blackout drunk but I can I I can remember bits and pieces and I remember that I could not stop throwing up my dad came out and was like incredibly worried obviously because like I was severely ill like this was like not normal and I actually went to the hospital. I had to go to the hospital that night. I stayed there overnight. Um, I had to be on a drip because I was severely dehydrated. Um, it was just, it was just t- really bad. And like I had gotten that drunk because I was running away from my emotions, you know. And I did have, I had, like through my twenties, I have found myself like wanting to drink. When things feel overwhelming um not not like that to that point i mean i know we do silly things as teenagers <laughs> um and i know i wouldn't do that now but i want if i'm going to drink i want to drink because you know i just want to enjoy a glass of wine with dinner i just want to enjoy a glass of wine i don't want to drink for the purpose of trying to numb my feelings so i've really been trying to focus on things that are beneficial and helpful for me like my yoga like taking my supplements like I talked to you guys, being gentle. Now that the weather is heating up here in Canada, finally, I've been waiting forever. Um, I actually went out for a really nice walk today and I went and sat at the park. And I think it was um, maybe like seven or eight degrees, which honestly is warm. I'm from South Africa, so I'm from like a warm place. But after being here for so many years and dealing with like such cold and such long gloomy winters when it's above zero i'm like it is warm it is officially warm so now that the weather's heating up like it really does help me to get outside um but i know that when you're dealing with anxiety that's a very difficult thing to do like i used to not even be able to step foot outside my front door um so it's something that you need to really have patience with your, for like, you need to have patience with yourself. Like, just open your windows and let some fresh air in. Like, take it step by step. Like, walk to your mailbox if you can. Like, just get used to doing that. I actually 
want to get outside more and go on video and kind of take you guys with me because I know I know how nice it is to just be able to see someone else outside and like what they're doing you know when you're sitting inside and it feels really really difficult to do and if you're listening to this and you have never dealt with panic attacks or severe anxiety severe anxiety it's it's a hard thing to try to grasp like why is it like such a big deal to go outside but if you're if you deal with anxiety you know you know exactly what i mean so i think i want to try and do that and i've been talking to you guys about doing a live maybe if i you know you know what i'm i'm going to do it i know i will it's just a case of when but i could take you guys outside and we could do a live outside like on a really beautiful sunny day i think that would be really nice um maybe show you guys some yoga stretches and things that help me in the park we'll figure it out but like i just want you to know that if you're currently sitting in your house and leaving your house feels hard because you're overwhelmed with anxiety that i totally get it there's nothing wrong with you you're not a freak you're 100% not alone because so many of us here have gone through it or are going through it um but i'm here with you guys and we're all here together and that's why i love our community so much because there's so much love and support here every single day so i think i'm going to end this off soon i i really hope that just listening to this helped you i think even though I didn't have notes and things prepared beforehand, I think I'd kind of figured I would come in here and give you like a list of like resources and things. And I, I feel like all that's happened is I've just kind of rambled on and on. Um, I did, if I send newsletters out every Monday, it's free to sign up. And a few, um, I think maybe two weeks ago, I shared one with some things that have really been helping me some links in there so what i'll do is i'll share those links in the caption of this um episode so that you can go check them out like just some supplements that have been helping me some yoga flows some just some things that have been helping me i also created our community spotify playlist i asked you guys on instagram some songs that help to get you out of a funk or some just really relatable songs you know about you know mental health or like going through struggles or dealing with things and feeling alone and or even just some fun, like, really old songs that are just, like, just fun and, like, make you feel good. So we have a, a whole mix on there. And I just, I love how it's just, like, so many different genres of music. Um, but when I listen to it, I feel so connected to all of you guys because we made it together. So I'm going to share the link to that as well. If you have any song recommendations, you just share them. Just send me a DM on Instagram. Share them with me. I always do try to check my DMs. And I'll just continuously add to that list so that we can just make it a huge big playlist. The goal of this episode was not to be like, oh, I went through this last year. Oh, I'm look at me now. Like, things are amazing. I'm still dealing with things, honestly. Like, I, I truly am. But I'm trying to work on my mind as much as I can and to really try to understand that you know, it's not just about what you see happening externally, it's what's going on like mentally as well. Like often we have to work through things mentally before we start to see physical changes, like, you know, in our physical world. So really like don't be hard on yourself for wherever you are right now. But just do know just do make yourself a priority and to and do know that you are worthy of healing. Okay? Like I, I truly mean that. I think we often you know, we don't believe that we're worth healing, we're worth, 
you know, working through things or growth. But you are. Like, I'm telling you that you are. I hope that this did not bore you. <laughs> um, I'm going to listen back to this and be like, oh man. But I, I'm not going to re-record this. I'm going to share this as it is. Um, what I'm going, going to do is I'm going to share... Um, I'm going to put a question box up on my story in the next few days, like once you guys have had some time to listen to this, and I'm going to let you ask me any questions because maybe you've listened to this and you have some questions for me. Um, maybe there's like a lot of stuff that I haven't covered because I've just been on this endless ramble. So if you have any questions for me, then you can share them with me and then I'll either share them on Instagram or I'll, I'll record another episode and just share them all in there so they're in one place and then again i'll share the links of things that have been helping me in the caption of this and you can go check them out and i hope that they will help you as well i hope that just by listening to this has brought you even just a tiny bit of comfort like sometimes just knowing that we're not alone is enough you know like just knowing that someone else is going through things is enough i love and care for all of you and i appreciate you and thank you for being here with me. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for being part of this community. You guys truly mean the world to me. Um, I'm sending you all the love in the world. No matter what you're going through, you just hang in there, okay? Like, you hang in there because it's going to work out and it's going to be okay, even if it doesn't feel like that right now. But don't force yourself to be positive be happy let yourself feel what you feel just let yourself feel what you feel we can't work through things if we keep pushing things down so let yourself feel your emotions don't judge yourself there's no judgment here ever i am sending you a big hug and i hope that you enjoy the rest of your day or your evening thank you for listening to me go on and on um i will see you guys or i will talk to you guys in the next episode bye